This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. Hello, my name is Roy Knight for The Christian Gentleman. A few weeks ago, I had the pleasure to visit the Charleston Tea Plantation with my family. If you haven't gone, I would encourage you to take the trip out to Wamala Island, which is just south of Charleston. It is a little out of the way, but it is a nice experience. One of the definite pluses is that it's free. The only optional cost would be if you were to take the 45-minute trolley ride, which I would say would be worth it, and any additional items that you might want to purchase at the gift shop. Besides that, you can sample the many specialty teas for free, as well as look behind the scenes at how the tea is processed by taking a 15-minute walking tour. When you get finished, you can write the state you're from on the chalkboard under the porch, and there you can see where others have been visiting from that day. If you plan to go, Google it for the times before you go. One thing I thought was interesting was that the care they gave to the root system of the tea plants. I found out that since the plants are packed so tightly together that if one plant were to die, that they would leave it there just so as not to disturb the root system since the roots are so tightly intertwined. Along the same line, they do not pull up the weeds around the roots of the tea plant so as not to disturb them in any way. To prevent weed particles from getting into the tea whenever it is cut, an individual will examine the many thousands of tea plants and personally cut back every weed so that it will not be collected into the harvester. In like manner, the roots of those in the church ought to be so bound tightly that we are in essence one. The Apostle Paul said in Ephesians chapter 4 and verses 15 and 16, But speaking the truth in love may grow up in all things into him who is the head, Christ, from whom the whole body joined and knit together by what every joint supplies according to the effective working by which every part does its share causes growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. Notice that Paul mentioned the whole body. Previously, he made reference to the one body in Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 16 and chapter 4 and verse 4. Indeed, Christians ought to be so united in their love for one another, their love for God, and their purpose that it is hard to see them as simply individuals but as a body. Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 12, he says, For as the body is one and has many members, but all the members of that one body, being many, are one body, so also is Christ. Yet this unity can be destroyed by many factors. First of all, cliques have a way of dividing the church. When we develop an us-them mentality, our root system will begin to fail. Paul fought this in the church in Corinth whenever he said in 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 10, Now I plead with you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you all speak the same thing, and that there be no division amongst you, but that you be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment. Clicks undermine the unity of the body. The devil would describe clicks as the divide-and-conquer method of destroying a church. Let's make sure that we are not playing into the devil's hand. Second, 
pride will undermine the unity of our spiritual tea plant. Whenever I know more than you and feel as if I am better than you, then it makes me feel like I'm on a higher plane than you. Pride rips apart the unity of the root system since such people naturally feel superior than their lower counterparts and as members seek to avoid these people like the plague. We must remember the Apostle John said that the pride of life is not of the Father but is of the world. 1 John chapter 2 and verse 16. We must remember also that the way to overcome pride in the body is for each member to foster a spirit of humility. It works. Give it a try. Third, gossip weakens the root system of the church. Paul warned Timothy about the young widows who learned to be idle, wandering about from house to house, and not only idle, but also gossips and busybodies saying things which they ought not. 1 Timothy chapter 5 and verse 13. And yes, men can gossip as well, but both are wrong. Gossiping is the sharing of some hidden secret, often to the detriment of another. The Apostle Paul said also, Let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, but what is good for necessary edification, that it may impart grace to the hearers. Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 29. Gossiping is not gracious. We can discuss a whole host of other detriments to our root system, such as envy, jealousy, hatred, and lust. The devil's divisive tools come in many, many different forms. As children of God, we ought to shun these things, but instead endeavor to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. Ephesians 4.3 If you would like to know more about the Church of Christ and how to keep the unity that God desires for us to have, you can contact my friends at the Ulaga Church of Christ, or you can email me directly at stgeorge.com cfc at yahoo.com. I would love to hear from you. That's all I have for right now. And what does the Lord require of you? But to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. May the Lord bless you as you seek to do His will, and I'll see you next time on The Christian Gentleman. Also, don't forget my books, There is a River, and Who Has Believed Our Report, which I believe is a good study of the book of John and may help you in your study of that wonderful book as well. They can be found on Amazon.com. I hope that you will have a great time studying these books and be greatly encouraged by them. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.